It's the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and love deeply. And now, here's our host, Speedway. Well, hi there, and welcome to the Speedway Show, an idea exchange empowering us to live well, live fully, and live deeply by improving the quality of our personal, spiritual, and professional relationships. Today, our topic is accepting acupuncture. I read a study that indicated that over 10 years, between 1997 and 2007, there was an increase in the number of people who were resorting to acupuncture as a part of their uh, overall healing or traditional medical treatment. Americans spent almost $34 billion on acupuncture. Was it $34 billion? Maybe it was $34 million on acupuncture. So we are going to demystify acupuncture today. And to help me do that, my guest is Nancy Birma. Nancy, welcome to the CUA show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Nancy, you are an LAC. What does that mean? That means licensed acupuncturist. And uh, most states have licensure, not all, but Minnesota does. So that means that we are licensed under the Minnesota Medical Board, and um, but don't be confused because there's some tricks. Okay, tell us about the yes. Tell us about the tricks. <laughs> the tricks are that um, some other, um, for example, if you're a chiropractor or a doctor, you can take some workshops and you can uh, get a certification, and so it may mean that you have a hundred hours okay. or a couple of weekends and not the full, full, all the years and and, okay. and, and years of, of internships and classes. And so uh, we do prefer that you see an LAC because an LAC means that they have been through an entire program of uh, study uh, and they have taken a board exam. And uh, you can be guaranteed that you're going to get the best um, knowledge and the most experience in all the classes that they need to be a full-fledged acupuncturist or herbalist. Okay, so what that tells me then is that if I'm looking for an acupuncturist, just because they have, they claim to be an acupuncturist does not necessarily mean the educational qualifications are the same. Is that what I'm hearing? Right. It means that they may be doing a um, sort of just a little adjunct therapy to what they normally do, and that it's okay. not their focus. It's not their area of expertise. Okay. So tell us about your clinic. You have a clinic. Right. I have um, a couple of different places that I practice. Okay. Um, I practice out of my home in Roseville, and I have a clinic called Nancy Bearman Acupuncture. And I also have a clinic for that specializes in children, and I see adults there if they're parents or grandparents. And that is called Pediatric Acupuncture and Wellness Center. Okay. And then I work as a clinical supervisor at Northwestern Health Sciences University in the College of Acupuncture and Oriental Medicine, and I help train students to become professional acupuncturists. Wow. Well, how long have you been in the profession? I moved to Minnesota in 1994 from Iowa and uh, went to acupuncture school. I was in school for four years. And then I've been practicing ever since that time. But, of course, we started practicing as interns while we're still in school. So I've been seeing patients since 1996. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the clinic. 
Well, um, what happens with, have you, you've never had acupuncture? No, I okay, haven't. Okay, I'll just tell you what happens at an acupuncture appointment, typically. So, you know, fine. when I think of acupuncture, <laughs> I think of um, a, a, a Chinese mysterious medical process <laughs> with lots of needles. And I'm always watching and wondering how come those people aren't shrieking with pain because there's a lot of needles. So the situation is that you usually would come in and you fill out some paperwork um, giving a lot of information about your different um, organ systems in your body. Okay. And then as, as your practitioner, I look at that and I ask you a lot of questions and we have quite a, a chat about um, all the things that are going on with you. So it may seem irrelevant. You may say, well, I have a headache. Why are you asking about digestion and all these other things? Okay. Well, we treat the whole body. So we're looking for the root and the branches, and sometimes things tie together that you wouldn't ordinarily think tie together, you know? So oh, okay. so I get all that information. It's like a puzzle, putting all the pieces together. And we talk, and I do your pulse, and I take your tongue, you know, look at your tongue, mm-hmm. and that information helps me to know more about your body. And then I get, I would get you comfortable on a table and um, and do the treatment. And the treatment comes from all the years of knowledge and, and um, you know, working with people and studying, and you know where you want to put them, and then you let the person relax. And, and the needles are very fine, and they don't really hurt. Once they're in, you just uh, zone out. I think the best description I've heard is, once you're done, you feel like you've done a yoga class, but you didn't have to do anything. You feel great and refreshed, oh. and uh, it helps your problems. And then take them out, which is simple. And then if there's anything else that you need, like um, anything like, you know, if you have pain, maybe you need a plaster, or maybe you want some herbs or something, you get that, and you're on your way. It takes about an hour. Okay, so give us a demonstration of what a needle looks like and what that feels like. Okay. I am going to show a needle that is a one inch, which is very typical. Now, some acupuncturists will use longer ones. I'm very uh, gentle and delicate, and <laughs> I, I use sort of short ones. That. <laughs> so it's very thin, like as thin as a hair, Okay. and it does have this shaft. This is the part I can touch down here, and this is what's called a guide tube to keep it, everything like completely sanitary. And okay. I might add, people are always concerned about this. These are one use only. They're recycled in a sharps container. And so there's there's no risk to you. Right, okay. Clean needle technique. So so this is this is the situation. Now I'm going to do this one handed because I want to rub off your point. You want me to show you on YouTube? <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to clean a little spot here, and I clean off my own fingers. Do that a little bit, and then um, I'm just going to tap. There you go. Now some people do techniques. I don't do too much if it's not in there. You know, if it doesn't, if it's not quite sitting right, I might adjust it. And if you had any pain, if you said, oh, that doesn't feel right, I would, you know, stroke the area or, or like just adjust it a little bit, you know, maybe move the meridian a little bit. But, it, you know, generally it's not any worse than mosquito bite. Okay, so, well, well that does not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go in there? <laughs> yeah, I don't like needles, so if it hurt, I would have let you know. Take that out for you. See, no bleeding, no nothing. You know, we do no, generally no bleeding. Um, close the hole with cotton ball and, you know, just kind of tap it off. Uh-huh. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Okay, so I've seen images where there are people who have to do that. Is that, does, does your typical appointment involve, you know, lots of needles? You know, that depends on your practitioner. And okay. 
I, and as far as myself, sometimes I do very simple. I mean, you can even do what's called a one-point treatment, which might be two needles. But generally, it's going to involve some points on your legs. You know, this is the most common. Elbow down, knee down, or on your back, along your spine. Okay. Maybe a few on your belly, your head. Those are the most common places. But, you know, it can. sometimes you might have a lot of needles. It just depends. It depends on, on what the practitioner, or like myself as a practitioner, what I think would serve you best. So how do I know that acupuncture might be a viable treatment for a particular condition? What kind of conditions do you work with? Well, we do we do work with just about everything, but there is a there's an like sort of a proven or acceptable list that you can find online. I would say from my experience the most common things are um pain, like any kind okay. of pain. Um, so arthritis or joint problems, back pain, all that kind of thing. That's well known that acupuncture treats pain. Um, also, asthma, allergies, respiratory, we can help with frequent colds, we can help with digestive problems. We're well known for headache, um, you know, being really. part of your migraine mm-hmm. treatment or any kind of headache. Also, um, you know, ear infections, frequent problems that go with that. There's, um, I mean, really just a, there's just a real hodgepodge. Depression and anxiety is something that people do come in for. Really? People don't always know that we like to work with, you know, anxiety and, and worry and stress and that kind of thing. Okay. There's a really long list of things that we see commonly. So does acupuncture cure? You know, we are very careful to keep, um, to keep out of anything that might, uh, intersects impro- improperly with our Western medical friends. Mm-hmm. And so they're the ones who diagnose and uh, make treatment plans. We, w- we will always work with your doctor, okay. and we don't claim cures because that would be, uh, you know, that, that's a lot to claim. <laughs> we just try to be helpful. We try to help you improve your quality of life okay. or improve your condition. Um, I mean, I have seen people get completely better, you know. So it's not like people... You know, I've seen, especially something like with headaches. Let's say you have headaches. Sometimes they just go away. And I guess you could call, uh, the patient might call that a cure. But I would call that, you know, I helped with their headaches. Okay. <laughs> so now you don't just do acupuncture. You also do herbal medicine. Is that true? That's right. What is that? What is that? Um, herbal medicine is sticks and twigs and plants. Um, the oriental <laughs> ground down. Okay. You can you can actually drink the juice off of them. Most most Americans don't like to do that, but um, there's also the powdered form of those okay. same plants, and there's also what's called patent medicine. These little balls that are um, kind of coagulated that are the the powders formed into little things that you can swallow easily and not taste. Okay. Um, so you can have different forms of herbal medicine for children. There's tinctures. There's um, liquids that you can give them. Mm-hmm. So there's all different forms, and um, that the Chinese medicine is uh, traditional Chinese medicine is what I base my herbology on, and those are usually multiple uh, different plants in a remedy. Okay. Western medicine is more. I mean, Western herbology, not, not medicine, but herbology, is usually one plant at a time. The Chinese have figured out how to use multiple plants together to direct things. Okay. Heal things. So let's suppose that I come in and I'm having migraines, and I you put together a treatment plan. Right. Does it usually consist of a combination of acupuncture and herbal medicine, or is it mostly just either one or the other? The combination would be best. 
Um, we do work with our patients. We don't require anyone to take herbs. Um, we may suggest it, and we may strongly suggest it, or maybe they're on a lot of medications, and it's just not appropriate to even give herbs. So you really evaluate your patients when they come in, and if it seems like they're wanting that and it's appropriate with what they're doing with their doctor, then you can prescribe some herbs um, or, ha- you know, suggest things that they can do for lifestyle or diet or, you know, whatever. But um, herbs are uh, often a part of the treatment. But if someone comes to my clinic uh, for an appointment, they, I would say very, very infrequently is it just for herbs. It's okay. always the acupuncture treatment, and then they might add the herbs. That's the most common. Okay. So how does somebody find you? So we're sitting here in St. Paul, Minnesota, to start with. Yes. Somebody wants an appointment. How do? How, how can they track you down? Okay. Um, my Roseville Clinic is Nancy Birma Acupuncture. And so you can just um, find me online. You mm-hmm. look at my website, and Birma is B-I-E-R-M-A. And um, you can call me. My phone number is there. You can always reach me, leave a message. It's my cell phone, business phone, so easy access to me. Okay. Um, and there is today we're in the pediatric clinic, so we're we're sitting here um, not at my Roseville location. Yes. But um, this is a place where um, parents would come mm-hmm. as adults, and so this is at Raymond and University. And again, that website is also online, Pediatric Acupuncture and Wellness Center. Okay, and viewers, if you forget that, you can always go visit thecwshow.com where you're going to find, among other things, the resources uh, that Nancy referred to, as well as some interesting statistics on the adoption of acupuncture over time. And you're also going to find links to Nancy's website. And you will also find a show that we did previously called Acupuncture for Your Baby, Really. And uh, in that show, Nancy talks all about what acupuncture for babies looks like for those of you who have young children. This is an option I didn't know existed when my children were younger. So, um, well, they were too late. I'm sure this is a conversation we'd had sooner. This is Beeway signing off, saying until next time, until next week, live well, live fully, and take care of your bodies. Thank you for joining us on the Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash thespeedwayshow. And follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle thespeedwayshow. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply.